With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Phillips Levin of the 1012 Podcast here. If you've been listening to this show for a while and thought, you know, if that guy can do this, then so can I. Well, you're, you're probably right. And it's worth giving a shot. The one question you're going to ask yourself is, how do I get my podcast out for everyone to listen to on iTunes, on Spotify? Well, you're going to need a hosting site. And if I may make a suggestion, go with Anchor. It's easy and it's free, which is great for podcast hobbyists uh, who aren't exactly expecting this to make a lot of income, especially starting out. Anchor is fantastic. Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need in one place. It has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your show on listening platforms like we mentioned Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And again, it is totally free. It's fantastic. It is what we use. And if it's what we use, it's what we're going to suggest to others. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, that is the Anchor app or anchor.fm to get started with your podcast. Welcome to the 1012, the podcast that covers all 10 teams in the Big 12 Conference and part of the 1012 Network. I am your host, Philip Slavin. Thank you for joining this. Man, I am already off to a rough start. Uh, hi, it's Thursday and we're making picks. In case you weren't aware of that, maybe you're a first timer. That's what we do here on Thursdays. We make picks for all the Big 12 games. Uh, joining me as he always does, our pro picker himself, Daniel Alexander. Hey, what's up? Great to be here. Uh, this is the pod has been going well the past few weeks and it's been good luck for me uh, just in the real life betting. So let's keep all that good, good mojo going and uh, hopefully I can win this week against you guys. I hope so. I hope so. I don't. I actually want to win. Um, Chris is not here this week. He had some dental surgery or dental work done, I, something along those lines. So he obviously after, you know, someone shoves their hand in your mouth, you're not really in the mood to talk about college football. So I have his picks and I have some notes from his that I'll be able to read off. But we are, it's not just me and Daniel this week. Don't worry. We do have a guest picker. I am very excited to have uh, our good friend back on the show for the second time again, Mr. Kelly Ford. Welcome back, sir. Philip, thank you. Very excited to be here. I had such a fun time with you earlier this year. So really looking forward to making these picks tonight with you all. Thanks for having me. Uh, before we dive in, uh, Kelly, do me a favor. Since since we last started, I don't want to say it was all because of, of us here, uh, kid. Uh, but you have started a, a podcast of your own, sir. Tell us a little bit about it. I have, yeah. And thanks. And Philip, I do want to give you credit because uh, along with my guest appearance on your show, I was also a guest with Kyle uh, and Blinken on Statistically Speaking. And after doing those guest appearances, I had such a fun time and I was sitting around waiting. I want someone else to ask me to be a guest on their podcast. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go out and make one. And so uh, a buddy from undergrad 
Matt and I, we've been talking about it for a long time and we decided let's just jump in and let's do this. So we started the at we hate your team underscore. That's our Twitter handle. We started the we hate your team uh, podcast. And so, yeah, we have a, a Twitter account where we do a live recap show on Twitter every Sunday night where we recap the previous week. We then do a live CFP rankings reaction show on Tuesday night after the rankings are released. And then we drop our new podcast episode where we pick games as well. Um, kind of the biggest games of the week in a confidence point style. And we have guests on, um, which is makes it a really fun competition. We drop that every Thursday. So um, again, I had such a great time on the 1012 network podcast that I said, let's go do this on, on our own. And so, um, yeah, we hate your team. You can follow us on Twitter at we hate your team underscore. Uh, we do have a strict follow back policy right now. So if you follow us on Twitter, we will follow you back. We're trying to reward those who um, and recognize those who have followed us from the beginning. So we're starting to build a little bit and we're getting some excitement around it. So we're really excited about that and uh, appreciate you allowing me to plug that here, Philip. Yeah, man, absolutely. It's a good show. I enjoy it. Uh, I listen to it as often as I can. As our network grows, I have to probably like I, I listen to all the network shows. So it's becoming harder and harder to listen to like all the other shows I want to. I got a lot of sh I got we got we got TCU with Funky Frog. I got uh, Raspy Voice Kids with West Virginia. I got Feels Like Forty Five now for Oklahoma State. We've got I'm gonna go brand it Midwest Madness for basketball. Rock Chalk Pod for Kansas. I got uh, Fire the Cannon for Texas. Hold on, I'm not done here. That's not all the shows. <laughs> uh, Between Two Bears for Baylor. Obviously, this show. Oh God, I'm missing one. Oh, that's terrible of me. Is that eight? That's eight. No, we're good. I got eight shows. We're set. So as you can... <laughs> God, this is such good radio. Uh, as you can see, I got a lot of shows, but I always try to make time to listen to you guys at least once a week. Uh, you guys do a, a fantastic job. I really enjoyed it. And I want to say thank you again for joining us today, Kelly, uh, helping to bring up, bring just a different opinion and some different thoughts and ideas for our Thursday show. Uh, so with that said, that's enough pleasantries and, and, and ass kissing. Let's hop into how last week went. Uh, Daniel, sir, somehow all four of us, the podcast that was lost to the ether, uh, though we did get the picks announced, we all went three and three straight across the board. Everybody, myself, you, Chris and Chase all went three and three last week. So Standings didn't change over like, uh, really too much. Uh, Daniel, you uh, hit on the under 57 in Kansas, Kansas State. Hit on Oklahoma State minus three and a half. And hit on your dog of the week in Purdue. Missed on Baylor minus six and a half. Missed on the over 59 and a half in Iowa State, Texas. And missed on Bama minus 28 and a half in your non-big 12 pick. Three and three a week. 34 and 38 overall. I mean, how you feeling, man? Um, first off, for the listeners, want to... Uh let you know my chihuahua was pissed hearing that I only went three and three and was barking in the background. Hey, that's a little life. Uh, look, can we laugh about uh, the Baylor TCU game? Right. Yeah. We knew okay. all of us picked it. I mean, and look, you, you couldn't hear on the pod. But we were all just laughing how we're like, Oh, Baylor's done. There's like, like they're so screwed. Everyone's like, no one can see how TCU can hang this, that, and the other. And they just go win the game. We knew it. God. I knew we were just stepping right into a trap. God. We are now three and three when there is a consensus. So it's not, it's, it's 500, you know, it's not terrible, but it is what it is. Uh, Chris hit on Oklahoma state minus three and a half hit on Iowa state minus six and a half hit on his Anambi 12 pick East Carolina minus 15 and a half missed on Kansas plus 24 and a half missed on Baylor. We all missed on Baylor just under, we all missed on Baylor. So we all, we're all good. Okay. Uh, missed on his dog of the week, Louisville. Uh, they were close. They had the lead. Couldn't hang mm -hmm. on. Three and three, 34 and 38 overall. I, uh, 
A chase hit on the under 57 in Kansas, Kansas State. Hit or hit on his uh, Texas first half plus three and a half. Texas had a four-point lead at halftime. Bravo, Chase. Uh, hit on Air Force under 37 and a half. Always take the under uh, when the service academies meet. Missed on Baylor. Missed on West Virginia plus three and a half. And missed on his dog at Florida State. Uh, I hit on under 57 in Kansas, Kansas State, hit on the under 49 and a half in West Virginia, Oklahoma State, and hit on Iowa State minus six and a half, missed on Baylor, duh, missed on Oregon State, Ugh, I will not do anything with the Beavers again, I don't understand what's happening there, uh, and Wake Forest, this is the second straight week to me, that I, now that the I missed a dog, I'm going to miss all the rest of them, a bad beat, last, first time I miss, Houston returns a kickoff with like 12 seconds left and beats SMU. This week, I get Wake Forest with an 18-point fourth quarter lead, and then North Carolina goes, well, we're just going to go score 40, and and Wake Forest loses. So I, I, uh, I feel like I'm on the right track, and it's just not going my way. But I guess I can't complain after eight straight weeks of dogs getting correct. Maybe I can get back on the horse this time. All right, so like I said, I am 39 and 33. I still have a, a five-game lead over uh, over the two of you. We got three more weeks of the regular season, plus conference championship plus bowl games so there's still plenty of games available for us to pick to get uh to see who wins this is not decided yet it's not decided yet so before we make our picks guys if you want to make picks with us uh, look i have to apologize last week became an absolute mess the podcast got lost i can't it's been so long i remember all the other things that were going on it was it was a really weird rough into the week and i did not get our pick three picks in for symbol so I apologize to everybody who's been doing that with us. I do apologize. Um, I, I will pick a weekly winner just from someone who has been participating this whole time and hasn't won a weekly win before. I will have this week's picks in. I already know which ones we're going to do. We'll talk about it as we go. Um, so if you're a part of our symbol, pick three. Don't worry. There will be picks this week. I promise. I'm going to get them tonight while this thing is rendering. Okay, that's the goal. Now, if you have not signed up at symbol yet, then you need to go and do so. Symbol is the stock market for sports you can buy trade and sell teams like stocks and make money every time your teams win kansas state got me a nice payout <coughs> baylor did not and nor did kansas shocker i know uh very excited now because look the, the ticket way giveaway is done we ran that audio you're able to hear that i did i did include that Last week's show, if you haven't listened, if you were the winner, you've been emailed, you've been notified. I don't know if they've responded yet or not. Y'all got to check your emails. I email you the weekly winners from the symbol, and you need to check it so I can send you your prizes, please. So check your emails. If you're part of the pick three, check your email. Okay, your email. Email from 1012podcast at gmail.com. Please do so. Uh, symbol has a new offer for you. It is a money-back guarantee. So if you go to symbol. You sign up using the promo code NETWORK12, N-E-T-W-O-R-K-1-2, and play the game. Simple will refund you up to $500 if you don't if you don't like it within like 30 days. Okay, so if you want to go check it out, say, I've been thinking about it, but I didn't want to, I don't want to put a bunch of money in. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to like it or not. It feels like a big ask. Now you can play, and it doesn't matter if you lose everything. You lose all your money. You're not really losing money because, again, it's not gambling. It's it stocks. But if you get in and you don't like it, if you lost all the money, don't worry. Symbol will pay you back up to $500. So go to Symbol.com, S-I-M-B-U-L-L.com. Use the promo code NETWORK12. Play around. Buy stocks. 
Maybe you want college football stock before the end of the year. Maybe you want to hop into NBA. The season's going strong. They just added NHL. The NHL season's going. Maybe that's more uh, to your liking. They're going to have college basketball. It's not going to be until next year. It, it is coming. I think they're going to have Premier League, too, is, is what uh, Kenneth told me. So I'm very excited about that. So go to Symbol. Check it out. Promo code NETWORK12. Money back guarantee. You can't lose. Yeah. Welcome to Between Two Bears, the newest 1012 Network podcast. Uh, this is Matt is Bear. I'm going to introduce my co-host, Evan Abair, uh, to give you a quick idea of what the show is about. Yeah, Between Two Bears is going to be a it's going to be a great sorry. Between Two Bears is going to be a great look at the silly and sometimes stupid. Between Two Bears is going to be a great look at the silly and sometimes stupid side of Baylor sports. Hey, I'm going to try one more time. Between two... Bears. Okay, uh, Evan. Evan's going to go take a nap. Um, but we are excited to join the 1012 Network along with the rest of their already great lineup of Big 12 podcasts. Check them out at 1012 Network on Twitter and us as well, at Matt is Bear and at Evan Hebert. Uh, Sick'em Bears. All right, boys, that's enough. That's enough of me talking. Someone else has to talk for a while. Let's get into these picks. We go in chronological order, as we always do, so we will kick things off with arguably the biggest game of the weekend. Oklahoma coming off their idle week, headed to Waco to face off with the Baylor Bears, who are looking to rebound from a very disappointing loss to TCU last week that didn't knock them out of the conference championship game race, but they're on the edge. They're teetering at this point. So... Let's see what we got here. All right. Uh, Oklahoma right now, about a five and a half point favorite over under around 61 and a half, 62, depending where you shop. Remember to always shop around. It's very important. Uh, since we all pretty much did the same, Daniel, why don't you go first on this one? What would you like, sir? This is a tough matchup. Uh, as, as the season progresses for all college football, you know, lines get tighter. Bookmakers are getting the information they need. They're able to set these lines correctly. And you see, um, you know, less disparities when, like, you know, when I make my numbers for the week, there's sort of less mistakes. Everyone sort of gets on the same page. We're all tracking the same information. So it's a little tough that this uh, total and spread is pretty darn close to my number. So as far as like, you know, raw numbers go, no value jumps out of me. But this is... This is going to be one of the bigger games sort of late in the season here for the Big 12 in general. And when you get two teams, especially one like Oklahoma, who really has to buckle down, and they sort of have to win this game, right? I mean, they're, they're in a must-win, win out if they want any shot at this playoff. I think this is going to be a little tighter of a game than the 62 points sort of lets on right now. You know, this is saying that this game's going to get up, you know, sort of like a 35-30 uh, 34 28 type uh, a game and I actually don't see it getting quite that high I think this sort of ends in the high 20s for everybody I think Oklahoma is going to play some good defense keep it tight on Baylor all three moves that have come in on this game on the total were all also on the under uh, bet rivers and then uh, 8-8 sport and Fox bet all took big moves on the under here 
taken a long winded journey for me to say under 62 in this marquee big 12 matchup, Oklahoma Baylor this weekend. Give it to me. Uh, let's see. Fandle's got 62 and a half. Yeah, they're so generous. They're, uh, so, they're good. Do guys you like win bet? Do you trust win bet? Is it yeah, win bet. I mean, unless it's some crazy number, but yeah, win. Well, they have a 63. Oh yeah. No, I see a couple people that actually rivers out in Pennsylvania. has got a 63. 88 New Jersey, 63. Yeah, let's take it. And that's Chop a key. No, 63 is a key, too. So I'll take that all day. There you go. Lock it in. All right. Um, so I just I, I try and follow as many different things as possible. Obviously, Kelly, I follow your your ratings and your metrics and things. Uh, I also pay attention to Bill Connolly and his S&P Plus. I also pay attention to our good friend, uh, Parker Fleming, Mr. At Stats of War on Twitter. And I I wanted to see what S&P Plus thought about this game, and I wanted to see what Parker thought about this game. And, and both their numbers have Oklahoma winning, but they have this as a two-point margin. Like, this is expected to be a close game. Dave Aranda's defense last year gave Oklahoma fits. Oklahoma's offensive line, maybe it got better. I know that the DBs are getting healthy and coming back for this week. I know that was time for them to plan, and, and, a, and an extra week off for Oklahoma is a dangerous thing. But... I think OU wins this game and I'm probably going to regret this because since Caleb Williams took over, OU has been a lot, but yes, I understand the Kansas game, but they've covered. They've been actually covering. I think I'm going to take Baylor. I think Baylor keeps this close. I think that people have kind of figured out what, how to, how to take care of Baylor, stop the run, force Gary Bohannon to beat you. Gary Bohannon hadn't thrown an interception to his first like six games. I think he's got like six in the last three now, but all of that said, I think OU wins this. I I think Baylor covers. That feels like the right side to me. So that's what I'm going to take. I'm going to take Baylor minus uh, five and a half in this one. Baylor plus five and a half. Yeah, yeah. That's what I – yeah. I was not a math major for, for a very specific reason. It's things like that. Um, all right. <laughs> Let's see what our good friend Chris has written down here. He sent me all his picks and his notes. Okay. <clears throat> I'm clearing my throat like my two-year-old likes to do before she reads things. Uh, he's got Baylor plus five and a half. Uh, OU back to form against Texas Tech after taking the week off against Kansas. Baylor ran into the buzzsaw that is, checks note, TCU. Baylor got, gave up 468 yards passing last week. OU is giving up more yards per game. The Sooners' pass defense is 113th in the country. As I mentioned, they are getting their DBs healthy. Uh, Gary Bohannon has an opportunity to impress, but he has to take care of the ball. Two weeks ago, he'd given up just one pick on the season. Now he sits at five. There we go, not six. Uh, the Sooner defense needs some work, but the only thing they are doing a decent job of is getting the ball back with a plus-six turnover margin. We haven't really seen Oklahoma put a complete game together yet, especially against a quality opponent. I went into this thinking OU, but something is pulling me towards the Bears. I'm going to take Baylor to maybe pull off something special at home. Oh, maybe pull off something special. Well, he's taking Baylor plus five and a half. I'm, I'm not as brazen on an upset pick, but we are in agreement. Oh, no, that can't be good. Uh, all right. <laughs> Kelly, uh, your first time, sir. Uh, what do you want here? Yeah, no, this is very exciting. I like the format. Um, and you mentioned it, Philip. This is arguably the best game of the weekend. It's definitely the best game in the Big 12, um, according to my numbers. And, and you touched on my metrics. Just really briefly to set it up, because it's going to help explain as I make the picks later. I do have at K Ford ratings on Twitter and K4ratings.com. Um, I do have a my own predictive um, model that I've created, and I generate predictive team ratings, power ratings, if you will. So it's very similar to Bill Connolly's SP Plus. Of course, not nearly as good as Bill. Bill is the best at what, what he does, but he's someone that I've looked up to and modeled my, my stuff after. You mentioned Parker at Stats of War. He's got great numbers too. Um, so 
kind of along the lines of what those folks are doing, that's similar to what I'm doing. I have this game, Oklahoma at Baylor, as the second best game of the entire weekend here. It has a combined K Ford rating um, team average of 89. So combining Oklahoma's and Baylor's uh, power ratings on a zero to 100 scale, that's what my team ratings are. It's an 89, which is the second best of the whole slate. So I think this is going to be a fantastic game. I'm really, really excited. Um, I have Oklahoma as the number five team in the country, but this is the worst Oklahoma team um, since the Sooners finished number 11 in my predictive numbers back in 2014. So while I think this is a really, really good Oklahoma team, especially on the offensive side of the ball. They're the number three offense in the country by my numbers. This is um, the worst team that Lincoln Riley has had in his time in Norman. Um, so with all of that being said, the game is at Baylor. So I'm baking in the home field advantage there of two and a half points that I use. I'm actually pleasantly surprised to learn that my numbers are very closely aligned with Bill and with Parker's. Um, and Philip sounds like I'm, I'm with you on this one. My numbers like Oklahoma to win. They give them about a 60% win probability to win the game, but they only like it to win uh, Oklahoma to win by three and a half. So knowing that the line is five and a half, I'm going to go ahead and take Baylor plus five and a half. And I do think there's a, a two point cushion there, which is actually pretty decent um, given how close my numbers are to Vegas a lot of times. Well, it's not a consensus. So we're safe, I think. Um, Dana took the under, so that's, that's good news for us. All right, um, moving on down the track, Kansas State hosting West Virginia in arguably one of the more interesting games this weekend. Obviously, Kansas State has reached bowl eligibility. West Virginia has to win one of those teams who has to win two of their last three to do so. So I think this is a big game. Uh, Kansas State currently about a six-and-a-half-point favorite over-under at 47. Uh, let's see what Chris has to say about this particular matchup between the Wildcats and the Mountaineers. Okay. Uh, there are so many ways I could see this game going, but what actually happens? The defensive front seven has been the workhorse of this Mountaineer team, but statistically, Kansas State enters this game with a better defense. This one will come down to quarterback play and who can sustain drives. Interestingly enough, Skylar Thompson has never beaten West Virginia. He believes that changes on Saturday. He has taken Kansas State to cover uh, the six and a half on Saturday. Okay, okay. Um, look, I think that Kansas State's probably the better team here. And they're at home. And we talked about Kansas State. You know, they started 3-0, looking really good, then dropped three straight, had some injuries. Skylar Thompson was out. They went against the three best teams in the conference, arguably. Um, that's okay. Now they're, they're rounding back into form. The schedule's getting a little bit easier. And they're starting to play well. They're healthy. They look good. Um... Man, I am I am so tempted because I've talked about Kansas State unders. They've been pretty good this season. Uh, they are five and four to the under. But that whole under, it's about the line. What is the line? If it is, what is it? I think it was like 59 points or less. The under hits somewhere around there. I don't know. That's what it was. Uh, it's under if it goes above um, 54 and a half. If it's so, if it's lower than that, the over has hit. Yeah, I'm I, I'm getting confusing myself and talking myself sideways. <laughs> um, 
I think Kansas State's good, but they they are not an offense that wants to go out and score the, a whole lot. Um, I think West Virginia, I trust the defense. The defense is what I trust after the idle week. It has been vastly improved. Daggies and the offense looked good for two weeks, but I didn't trust it. We saw what happened last week against Oklahoma State in a really good defense. Kansas State's defense is not Oklahoma State's, but it's not bad. I think I like the under. I can get it at 47. I'm feeling really good about Kansas State unders. Or I'm sorry, over. I want the over. This number, God, I am... Oh, man. Sorry, I got two sick kids. I had one throw up and another one like scraper and he's bloody. So it's been a really long evening. I'm taking the over 47. I'm going to go ahead and say that again. I'm taking the over 47 in this game. I'm really sorry. This is not my best night. Uh, Kelly, what do you want here, man? Yeah, no, no worries, Philip. And I've got two young ones at home as well. I know exactly how you're feeling, so I sympathize. Um, yeah, this is an interesting game. I've got it as an average K-Ford rating uh, kind of game score of 71. So um, actually the second worst Big 12 game this week in terms of the average combined team ratings. Not to say it's bad. It's still 14th best of the whole slate, um, but but not the best of the Big 12 this week. Um, this is interesting. I, West Virginia has got one of the best wins in the country by my numbers this year. That win at home against Iowa State, um, only a 56% chance that the average top 25 team uh, would beat Iowa State at home. The Mountaineers did that, but then they have some head-scratching losses as well, um, mainly that, or namely the Texas Tech loss at home. Not, not good. Um, it's interesting that the line is six and a half. Again, I, I don't necessarily pay too much attention to the lines with what I'm trying to do. It's good when my numbers line up with Vegas, but I'm not focused so much on the handicapping aspect anymore. Um, so it's interesting. That's where the line is. I'm actually going to go ahead and I know this is against, I, I just looked really quickly at Bill's numbers, SP plus this is against Bill. So I don't feel great about it, um, but I, I don't love the over under. So I'm going to be sticking to, to sides here um, with or taking the points or, or to cover. Um, I'm going to take West Virginia um, plus six and a half. I do like Kansas state to win this game. I've got them as the 41st best team in the country, West Virginia number 44. So very close. But once you bake in the home field advantage, it's about a 59% win probability for Kansas state. That means I like them by about a field goal. So this is, I'm getting an extra three and a half points um, of cover here. So I'm going to take West Virginia plus six and a half. Don't feel great about it, but um, that's what the, my numbers say. Uh, I am also riding with the Mountaineers this weekend. Uh, for me, yeah. my, my raw number is actually closer to three, and I, I don't have too much home field for K-State uh, at all. My, my home field for them this year is about one point. But really interesting here. You were talking about how uh, Skyler's never beaten – West Virginia. You know, West Virginia has won the last five games straight up, straight up. Not, I mean, not, not even covering. They're five and zero oh straight up the last five times they're playing K State. Uh, and the other, there's some spot situations I like here. West Virginia looked awful last week. Oklahoma State just came in and stomped them. And so, but what's interesting is that um, historically, teams off 21 point blowouts do pretty well the next week, and, and actually. When you're talking about a, a conference dog off a loss, off a blowout on the road, they do incredible against the spread, like almost 60% against the spread. So we have some interesting spot things going on. Uh, we have Mountaineers off a blowout. We have my numbers have a, a value on the Mountaineers. And then look, there's just something up. Kansas State, 0-5 straight up against the Mountaineers past five tries. There's some weird uh, – Mountaineers have their numbers somehow. Something's going on. West Virginia covers this game. Interesting. Interesting. I like it. I like it. 
And now I can't think of good segues. I'm really, I'm really not on my game. So let's just do this real quick. Uh, it is almost the holiday season. So guys, if you're going to make orders in time for family and friends, you need to do it quickly. So that means you need to go to homevilleapparel.com and make sure that under the tree this year is the most comfortable vintage college sports apparel you can get for anyone, especially those who are diehard fans of college athletics and vintage, awesome, throwback, amazing logos. Guess what? Homefield just, just released Southern Illinois. No, that's not a Big 12 team. And no, it's not TCU. TCU's coming soon. But they do have Big 12 teams like Texas, Texas Tech, Iowa State, Baylor, Oklahoma State, uh, and West Virginia, as well as future Big 12 schools, BYU, Houston, and UCF. And like I said, S. TCU's coming sometime soon. I don't know when, but they are. They've also got LSU, Dayton, uh, Tulane, Boston College, Michigan State, South Florida, Vanderbilt, Ball State, Fresno State, Navy, if you're feeling patriotic, okay? So, they've also got Army, if you're really feeling patriotic. Um, and nobody likes the Air Force, I guess. Okay. Go to homefieldapparel.com. Use the promo code NETWORK12, N-E-T-W-O-R-K-1-2, and get 15% off your first order. All orders of $100 or more get free shipping. Again, things are taking a while to order. This stuff is amazing. If you want a super comfortable sweater or hoodie, if you want an incredibly comfortable t-shirt that's got a cool logo, maybe you're an SMU fan, you're a TCU fan who wants to buy one ahead of you probably stealing their head coach so that you can wear it around and laugh at them about it. I don't know. Football fans are fun. Uh, go to homefieldapparel.com. Use the promo code NETWORK12. 15% off your first order. Be rocking the most comfortable college football, college basketball apparel this holiday season. Your home for everything Kansas Jayhawks is the Rock Chalk Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Metz, and every week we run through the most important stories for all your favorite Kansas programs, whether it's football, soccer, or tennis, volleyball, or basketball, baseball and softball, or any other Jayhawk competition, we have it. We have game previews and recaps, interviews with coaches and others close to the team, and analysis from those who pay close attention to all of these programs. You can find us by searching for Rock Chalk Podcast on your favorite platform, so start listening today. Okay, uh, back to the thing that we are here to do. Texas Tech hosting Iowa State. Texas Tech, another one of those teams who... They just need one more win. They need one more win. And poor Texas Tech has the worst home stretch to their season. They have to play all the best teams in the conference. They had Oklahoma. They got housed. They've had a week off with Sonny Cumbie as the interim head coach. Now they get to host Iowa State. They'll have Oklahoma State. They'll have Baylor as well. So we'll see if Texas Tech can find that uh, that sixth win for a Vols game, or if they're not going to do so, they'll start that little track again against Iowa State this weekend. The Cyclones are a 10.5-point road favorite over under around 58. Daniel, what would you like, sir? Uh, this is a game uh, that I will not be betting on this week. I've got, uh, again, there's, there's really no spot situations I love. My numbers are pretty tight onto this. Um, this does feel like a situation, though, where I've obviously been down on Texas Tech all year. I was down on them before the season started. Um, this just feels like a serious coaching mismatch to me. Um, Matt Campbell only has to lay 10 on the road here against the Texas tech. It's, it's not just a team like do this whole, like how about explain this Texas tech, the whole past three or four years have been sort of reeling, looking for something 10 and a half on the road total up into the sixties, Iowa state's going to put up points. 
Sorry, you froze there. So I'm going to take away from this that you're taking Iowa State minus 10 and a half. Oh, crap. Yeah, sure. Take it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had the most beautiful, eloquent explanation you'd ever heard. But, man, you didn't pick it. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's all uh, good. Yeah, Iowa State 10 and a half. Give it to me. Next. Okay, we'll, ju- we'll just sum it up. All right. Uh, Chris's pick. Texas Tech has their next coach. Congratulations to the Red Raiders um, on hiring Joey McGuire. Uh, associate head coach away from Baylor and making him the first guy to take over his new job with like three plus weeks left to go in the season. Although I, from a current head coaching job, because technically Georgia state already hired uh, Clay Helton, but he was already fired and available. He wasn't hired away from the school he was actually coaching at. That is the trend. Not the, yeah, it's going to happen more often, but whatever. Uh, I love the hire for Texas tech. I think it's a great hire for Texas tech. I think it's what they need. I, I think it's the right hire. It doesn't mean I think it's absolutely going to work. I think at this point in time, folks, there's no such thing as a sure thing in college football and hiring anymore. Because if there was, then Tom Herman and, and would still be at Texas. And uh, Scott Frost, would we wouldn't be making jokes about the fact of he's getting another year as, as the head coach at Nebraska. Because remember, those were sure things. Can't miss. Gotta have. <laughs> eh, not so much. So... I do think this is a good hire for Texas Tech. I do think Joey McGuire was the right guy. We'll we'll see if he can be Jeff Trailer 2.0 like they are hoping there in Lubbock. And I wonder if Texas Tech gets the new coach bump. I wonder if that does them any favors this weekend as they host an Iowa State team that I think is still pretty good, still quite good. I don't know. Like, Iowa State's good, and then they have an off game. And I can't imagine they're going to have another off game this weekend. Um... Against a Texas Tech team that I don't I don't trust. Ten and a half is a lot of points on the road. But yeah. Daniel, I'm with you. I I, I take Iowa State minus ten and a half in this one. Oh, I was reading Chris's. I man, I cannot keep my thoughts. Anyways, okay, guess what? Chris is also taking Iowa State minus ten and a half. Oh, he thinks it could be a shootout. I think we're in trouble now. Um uh K- Kelly, what what do you want here? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think you guys make a lot of great points. Um, game score here is 72, so slightly better than in the West Virginia-Kansas State, State game we just picked. Um, I think this game score is being brought up by Iowa State, though, right? I mean, you you touched on it, Philip. This Iowa State team, I have them number seven in my predictive numbers. I mean, yes, this is a six and three team. And you mentioned they're prone to an off day. Well, they had one a couple of weeks ago, the last time they went on the road, when they went to Morgantown, they had an off day. And- they got beat um, in a game that I just talked about as a feather in West Virginia's cap, one of the best wins uh, um, in the entire country this, this year. But I think this game, there's too much Iowa State. I mean, I like them on offense versus the Tech defense. I like them on defense versus the Tech offense. Iowa State's got a top 20 unit on both sides of the ball. Um, Texas Tech does not. So I've got Iowa State number seven. I've got Texas Tech number 69. I understand it's a road game. I do think Iowa State – they're still thinking, you know what, we're in this Big 12 race. They're one of those teams in the pack there with only two losses. So they're thinking if things if things break right, if we beat Oklahoma next week. So hopefully they're not looking ahead because if they are, that they could get caught here. Uh, I don't think they will. doesn't seem like uh, Matt Campbell lets that happen too often. Um, so I actually – I hate to do this because it sounds like you all have bad luck when you get consensus among everybody. My numbers like Iowa State to win this game by 12 and a half. The line's at 10 and a half. Therefore, I'm taking Iowa State. I think you've got uh, two extra points in there. So I'm going to take Iowa State. 81% chance to win the game outright. And I do think they're going to cover that 10 and a half. Oh, Texas Tech, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> wreck them. Because <laughs> that just happened. And as soon as I... Yeah, it's fine. We're good. This is all fun and games. Uh, okay. Moving on down the list. <laughs> oh, Texas. 
the Longhorns on a four-game losing streak. And not just a four-game losing streak, a four-game losing streak in which they had halftime leads in every game. Uh, looking to rebound. It sounds like a mess. Here's the deal. I was talking with our good friend Gerald Goodridge from the Longhorn Republic podcast. I know nobody wants to hear it. And when you're Texas and you have everything that Texas has at its disposal, there's you can't make excuses. You're just supposed to be good. And you can't be like, well, we have... It ain't good in Austin. The culture that Sark has brought in is not jiving with a lot of the players that are currently there. We saw the video that came out on Twitter. We saw what we believe to be Bo Davis, the uh, defensive line coach for Texas, ripping into a bunch of kids. And look, if you don't like the language, cool, whatever. I got it. Cool. Okay, cool. Hook them. The message is one that is delivered on a regular basis in college football by coaches. And I'm going to tell you right now, the kid who released that, I don't care that he did. That's his business and prerogative. If he wants to go, he can go. What that tells me in the locker room is there is a divide between the old regime of Tom Herman players who do not fit the new culture, which fits with why Tom Herman had such a hard time of beating the teams they're supposed to beat and were so good against the teams that they could get up for because it was a mess. It's going to take a little bit of time. This is a true year one for Sarkeesian. A true year one, not a blue blood year one where you're supposed to go nine and three and then contend for the national championship the next year. A true year one, we're going to give him that. No, it's not a year zero. You're not, you're Texas. You don't get those kinds of things. Sorry. But you get a year one and we'll allow you that. When you're seeing current players coming out on the side of Bo Davis, it tells you also what you need to know. There is a divide in that locker room and they're going to have to do some cleaning house in the offseason. All of that said, oh, Andy, my good friend, I I know that you're hoping that this might be an opportunity for Kansas to do a repeat of 2016. It's not, but I am not taking Texas minus 30 and a half in anything. What I will do is go back on my horse that I love so much of Kansas overs. I can get this at 61 and a half. That looks like, ooh, nope, high wind bet. You 61, you beautiful 61. I'm taking the over 61 in this game because by golly, Texas is going to put up some points, release some demons, and their defense is bad enough that I do think Kansas will be able to run a few touchdowns on them just to help push that number up a little bit more. So I will take the over 61 in Texas and Kansas. Uh, Daniel, what do you want, sir? Texas versus Kansas. New coach coming into town, doesn't quite have all of his players. Four straight losses, mounting, four straight against the spread losses. It's almost like, what team am I talking about? You know, Kansas or Texas, it's crazy. Such similarities, dude. I think something's really up with Sark. They're four and five right now, right? Is that correct? They're, they're yeah, four mm-hmm. and five on the year. Mm-hmm. Gosh, dude, this is not what anybody pictured. Jason Bean has suited up uh, uh, past two days, right? Quarterback for Kansas. Sorry, I forgot his first name. I, uh, I think he's going to play. I think yeah, he's yeah, going to play. I'm not entirely practice. sure. Yeah. I mean, this is, I hate, I absolutely hate this pick because Kansas is awful. Something stinks in Texas. And to ask them to go win this game by 31 points when it just doesn't feel like the players and the coaches are working towards the same thing and they're not on the same page. It just seems like a really hard ask to ask a team to come out and win a game, you know, by almost five touchdowns, especially if you got another side that maybe still cares a little bit. They've got some fight in them. They're going on the road. 
30-point dog on the road against a reeling Texas team, I'm going to take those 30 points. I hate it. I'm holding my nose. I'm wearing a hazmat suit. Something's not right in Texas. That's too much to lay with a team that's totally on different pages. Looks like 30 and a half is the best I can get you. Yeah. Okay. Pluck. All right. Kansas plus 30 and a half. There you go. It's a loss. God, the worst. (laughs) Uh, let's see, Chris, this game could go so many ways. The Longhorns are struggling, but they aren't Kansas level bad. I think Texas gets a big bounce back win here at home, but if the Longhorns struggle here, then Sark has lost the locker room. He has Texas minus 30 and a half Texas to cover. Okay. We're good. Everyone's got something different. So we're safe here. Uh, someone will be right. And someone will be wrong. We won't all be wrong. Kelly, what do you want here, man? Yeah, absolutely. Game score here of 44 guys, so not good. And you can guess which team's pulling that down. Well, maybe they're both Texas. pulling it down. But, yeah, <laughs> you can guess who's pulling it down more. Yeah, Texas, it's a good good one. Um, yeah, this is, this, is, um, this is not a good Kansas team. I've got them number 117 on offense out of 130 FBS teams. I've got them number 126 on defense. Uh, they're the number 124 team overall out of 130. So this, this Kansas team is very bad. And uh, to put it in perspective – my historical team ratings, um, which I compiled over the, the offseason here this past year, going back to the beginning of college football, attempting to assign power ratings to every college football team that's played at, at the top level. I have this as the worst Kansas team since the Jayhawks um, finished at number 100 back in 1988. There were fewer teams playing than the 130 back in 1988. So this is the worst Kansas Jayhawk team since before I was born. Um, and, and I mean, they were going back 30 plus years here. I've got a 99% win probability for Texas to win this game outright. I know we're not picking outright winners here, but I am actually going to say I'm going to take Texas minus 30 and a half. I think they are going to cover that. My numbers like them by 36 and a half. Actually, I hear all the points that have been made about Texas and uh, the culture that needs to be built there and the divide in the locker room. And yes, they have lost four straight games, which coming into the year, if you would have told me Texas is going to lose four straight games at any point, I, I wouldn't have believed you. I mean, I probably actually would have picked these four games that they've just come off of as those are the, those are the four, if you're going to lose four in a row, just looking at the schedule in the preseason. But I absolutely would not have thought Texas would be four and five at this point, having lost four straight games with all that being said, Kansas is that bad according to my numbers. So I'm taking Texas minus 30 and a half. All right. Very bold, very brave. It's been Kansas is not doesn't cover spreads. So as big of a number as it is, you know, Kansas, Texas might have that covered by the first half the way they are in the first half of the game. Yeah, you know, don't then, say that though, Phil, because then they'll lose it outright in a second. That that was that was what I was going to follow up with. So, <laughs> but there you go. Um, okay. Uh, before we get to our last Big 12 pick, again, holidays are almost here. And if you're like me, I'm very much the kind of person who's like, look, I love you all and I appreciate your efforts to, to buy me something as a surprise. I would rather just like send you all links and and let you buy me the things I want. I'll just be surprised by whoever gets them for me. Cool? Yeah? So uh, if you go into our show notes, you're going to find a link to gridironmetal.com. And you're going to go there and find collegiate branded grill grates and griddles and home decor like flower pots, stainless steel bookends, coasters, and can cool coolers. These things are awesome. High quality, custom cut, made in the USA. And the things with the school colors, they are the school colors. Like official color codes from the school nut. You know, it's pretty close. You know, it's not close. It's exactly what they are. 
I cannot wait. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge, drop, drop. I've sent this link to people for my Oklahoma State griddle for my grill. It's going to be awesome. I always wanted to have a little griddle top to put next to it for the veggies. And so I can do breakfast. I really like grilling breakfast. Grilling breakfast is a lot of fun. Cooking some eggs. It's a good time. Cool? Yeah. Okay. Go to Gridiron Metal. You're going to find something for everybody on your shopping list. There are people on your shopping list, I know there are, who are diehard sports fans who you're like, what else do we get them? We've bought them everything we get. They've got the Legos. They've got the, the knockoff Lego stadium. I, I do. I have the Oklahoma State stadium in my office. I am that kind of nerd. I don't care. Uh, you're going to find things for those kinds of college football fans that they don't have and that they are going to love. So whether you're a Kansas State fan, West Virginia fan, Oklahoma State fan, Baylor, any fan of any Big 12 school, and really any Power 5 school, period, they've got something for you. So go to gridironmetal.com, use the promo code 1012, T-E-N-1-2, get 15% off your first order. It's free shipping across the board right now. Okay, it's all free shipping. And this stuff is custom cut. So if you want it in time for the holiday season, if you want it under the tree or on the grill on Christmas Day, you need to place your order now. Gridironmetal.com, promo code 1012, T-E-N-1-2, 15% off your first order. That link to this and to all of our sponsors, all of our advertisers are in the show notes just to make it easy. Just go drop in, click the link, the promo code reminders there, shop around and, and make this a really happy Christmas for the college sports fans in your life basketball season is finally here big 12 fans and for your home for men's and women's basketball come to midwest madness we are doing game coverages going over game analysis different rankings of teams and consistently looking at the best matchups in the conference you're not going to want to miss out on all the amazing basketball coverage we have so go check out midwest madness available wherever you listen to podcasts all right, uh, last Big 12 game we've got to pick. Oklahoma State, night game, blackout. Going to be showing off the new statue for Barry Sanders. They're going to add his name to the ring of honor. He'll be the second person to have his name added. They are hosting TCU at home. Right now, the Cowboys, a 13-point favorite with an over-under of 54 and a half. Uh, you know what? We're going to let Chris take this one first and see what he has to say about this game. He's got some notes here. All right. Um, let's see. All right. On one hand, TCU punched above their weight class. Can they do it two weeks in a row? On the other hand, that was the TCU team we expected at the beginning of the season. Also, Chandler Morris scares the poop out of OK State fans. More than once, an opposing freshman quarterback in their first or second start has torched the OSU defense. This Cowboy defense is a great above, though. I think TCU has a letdown off last week's emotional high, and the Oklahoma State defense gives Morris problems. The line is about right, but I'll take the Cowboys at under two touchdowns. So he's got Oklahoma State minus 13 for his pick. Uh, Kelly, what do you want here, sir? Yeah, this is a good game, and I know it's uh, close to your heart, Philip, with Oklahoma State here. Um, it's the 10th best game of the slate. Game score is 77, so the second best in the Big 12 this week, according to my predictive numbers. Um, I would be remiss if I did not mention I think Oklahoma State is grossly underranked by the College Football Playoff Committee. They have them number 10. In addition to my predictive numbers, I also have resume uh, rankings that I that I um, that I produce based on my predictive numbers serving as the engine for that and determining the record that could be expected um, of the average top 25 team versus any given schedule. So 
Oklahoma State with their eight and one record. I think they deserve to be ranked number four this week. I have them as the 13th best team in the country. So a really good team and even more deserving than the committee is giving them credit for. Um, I got Oklahoma State's defense as the number five unit in the entire country. I mean, this defense is really, really, really good. Um, the TCU offense. Offense is decent, but I expect the Oklahoma State uh, TCU offense, excuse me, is decent. I expect the Oklahoma State defense to have their way. And on the other side, I expect Oklahoma State's offense to have their way with the TCU defense. So all of this is lining up for me to take Oklahoma State. Um, I do give them a 79% chance to win the game outright. However, my numbers actually suggest Oklahoma State is going to win this game by 11 and a half. So hearing that the line is 13, give me TCU plus 13. I do think the Horned Frogs will cover. Um, I do not expect them to win, but I don't think they're going to lose by 13. So I'll take TCU plus 13. Uh, I can get you 13 and a half. Give so me 13 give and a half. You can have that hook, sir. I would love give it. Give it right to you. Philip, look All at right. you, Philip, um, knowing the lingo. Look at you, betting man. After two years with you, it's starting Love to finally it. rub oh, off. That's great. That, was, that can, was natural. That was great. Fake it, fake it till you make it. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Oklahoma State, after a rough start to the season, were zero and two against the spread. They have covered the spread seven straight games. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Now the the, the thing about that is. They've been small spreads, except for Kansas. But you know, Kansas is an outlier. Throw it out. It's always been like they were a, a you know a three point dog or a six point favorite. The last time they were a double digit favorite against Tulsa, week two, they did not cover that. Missouri State didn't cover that one. I don't love how big of a favorite Oklahoma State is here. Now look, I agree with Chris to some extent. I don't think Baylor was ready for Ch- for Chandler Morris. I think they were preparing for a Max Duggan who was still kind of banged up. He's got the foot injury. It's 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 held him back. And having a healthy quarterback helped. Uh, not having Gary Patterson there, I think kind of kind of made things a little bit easier for them. That looked again like the TCU team we expected coming into the season. I do think TCU is going to play better down the stretch. Shocking is what they do every year. I do think Oklahoma State should win this game. I do. Um, it scares the ever-living bejesus out of me because the, the, of how they looked last week, TCU. But OSU, I mean, they made West Virginia look ridiculous on offense. I think OSU wins this. I don't like OSU to cover. Um, I am with you, Kelly. I am taking TCU plus 13 and a half. I do think OSU wins this, and they absolutely should. But they've always got one game in them where they don't. They shouldn't lose, but they still seem to. And maybe that doesn't happen this year. And I would really love for it not to happen this year. But for now, I'm gonna I'm gonna I think they win, but I don't I don't think they cover. I I, I think the uh the against the spread record comes to a comes to an end this week. Uh Daniel, what do you want, sir? Uh, Kelly had mentioned his rankings that he has Oklahoma State's defense fifth best in the country right now. Um for my metrics, I have them as fourth best in the country. And you go look at their last, it's actually their last 11 quarters of football. And, you know, you know, the game's not played on a spreadsheet, but when you track their plays in the last 11 quarters, it's like this has been absolutely lights out, you know, if not one of the best defenses in the country over the past, we'll say 10 or 11 quarters. Now, look, I know four of those were against Kansas. Great. Okay. But it still happened. Road, uh, they go to West Virginia and 
they absolutely shut down a competent football team. I mean, West Virginia is not doormats. Uh, this team is peaking and playing great at the right time of year. This is going to be a, a really exciting race to the finish here in the Big 12, and I really like Oklahoma State's prospects and how they're doing it. I feel like TCU, uh, I'm with Chris. You know, they beat Baylor. No one in the world could see how they did it. Um, they went out and they just won the game straight up. I'm not going to say, you know, that was their Super Bowl or anything like that, but like Patterson's out of there. Obviously, there was some BS going on in the locker room. Team's excited to take the field, show everybody what they have. They go beat, uh, you know, a nationally ranked team. Now they got to go on the road and play a much better football team, in my opinion. Oklahoma State right now is an excellent, excellent squad. And there's a clue when this thing opened up. Circa opened it at 11. And instantly within the first hour, guys had bet this up to 13 and a half. And look, the only guys betting these lines uh, at 11 a.m. on Sunday, six games before, are guys who have done their homework and they're waiting to jump on a line. So some really smart guys said, hey, you know what? This line is way too short. We're going to move this thing almost to full field goal. Oklahoma State is going to cover 13 and a half. And like, I don't want to make some big, bold claim, but I feel like their defense might really shut down TCU. I'm not going to be surprised at all if we get like a 31 to 10, uh, you know, 27-7 type game, something like that. So give me Oklahoma State to cover. Okay. All right. Look, I, I would be happy with a, a dominant game in which I can be like relaxed at the half, <laughs> but I'll believe it when I see it. I can't help it. I am an eternal pessimist when it comes to Oklahoma State at this point in my uh, my fandom. I, I, I've been burned too many times. I will not allow it to happen again. Sure. I will not, I will not fall for it. Um, all right. That's wraps up our Big 12 picks. Let's move on to our non-Big 12 and our dogs of the week. Uh, Kelly, non-Big 12 pick. Any any game that's not a Big 12 game, if you're choosing however you'd like to pick it, uh, what would you like, sir? I would like to talk about the uh, Michigan at Penn State game. I believe it opened at pick, Philip. I don't know what the current line is. I'll rely on you to, to tell me that, but I can start talking about the game. The reason that I want to talk about this one, you're saying, Kelly, how can you even want to talk about it on a betting podcast um, when you don't even know the line? I want to talk about this game because I have it as the best game of the week by my average K Ford rating. I have it as a, a game score of 91. I've got Michigan as the number four team in the country. Um, predictably speaking, I've got Penn state as number 14 in the country. I think these are two really good teams. I'm really looking forward to the matchup of the Michigan offense who I have ranked number 12 in the country um, going up against that Penn state defense who I have as the number seven defense in the country. The other side of the ball um, still good, but a little bit less high quality there. I've got the Michigan defense number 11. So still a really good unit. The Penn state offense though, what pulling that down, I have a number 47 um, Penn state really struggling to, to run the football this year. I've got them sub 100 and success rate and explosiveness on the ground. They're a little bit better passing, but um, I don't expect them to be able to do that much against that Michigan defense who I have, as I said, the number 11 defense in the country. So uh, what's the line here, Philip? Have we been able to pull it is that? Michigan minus one, and, and, Michigan minus one. And, and okay. You, it opened Penn state one. So it's, oh. it's flipped towards Michigan. So. Oh, so I'm, I'm getting in from a betting perspective. I'm getting in way too late than it sounds like because my numbers. Um, and again, I'm not, my, I'm not driven by the betting aspect, but obviously it is good when my numbers are close to Vegas because it, it provides me with a checks and balance and some validity 
integrity to my predictive system that, yeah, you know, I'm kind of in line with where Vegas is, which, I mean, we all know how good Vegas is. They're the best. That's why they all make, make all the money. Um, so to be in line with them is good. If I would have been, if I would have known we were betting this game or being on this podcast this week, I would have texted you, Hey, let me get this in now. But the current line is uh, Michigan minus one. I understand my number like Michigan to win by two and a half. So I actually am going to take Michigan minus one. Would have loved to have get it when it was, when it was Michigan plus one, obviously, but um, I'm going to take Michigan to uh, give, give the point there. And I'll, I'll still take the Wolverines. I think they're a really, really good team. Um, side note, I disagree with the committee having them ranked above uh, Michigan state. The math tells me Michigan <laughs> state should actually be above Michigan, the head to head. If you're going to apply it to Ohio state, Oregon, why aren't you applying it to Michigan, Michigan state? That's not what this podcast is about, but I got to get that in there. Cause it's my beef, but give me, give me the Wolverines, which is hard to say coming from a Buckeyes fan, but give me the Wolverines 57% chance to win the game outright. Um, I do think they're going to win. So give me them uh, minus one. All right. Uh, Daniel, sir, what would you like this week? Uh, I've got a schedule wise. This is a fun one. Late game bailout for all you uh, East coast and Midwest guys. This is a seven 30 PM Pacific kick. So you guys might be asleep. There's a huge matchup in the Mountain West this weekend. And, you know, th- those conferences get, over- get overlooked, but uh, it's great football. It's competitive football with good teams. Nevada goes to San Diego State. San Diego State is uh, a three-point favorite. This is uh, to see who's going to take pole position in uh, the Western. It's called Mountain West-West. Uh, uh, these two guys are tied for first right now. This total is sitting at 46 and a half. Uh, it's dropped to 45 and a half, even 45 in some places. We're going to be betting this under this week. I love this 46 and a half. Five dimes hit it at 47. Uh, bet Rivers took a hit at 46 and a half. William Hill took a big bet at 46 and a half, which is surprising because they usually don't take big bets. But this San Diego State defense this year is a- another one that's a top 10 unit in the country. We're talking about the n- number four rushing defense of the year. And they're basically going to force uh, – Carson Strong, Nevada quarterback, to throw the ball. And he's capable of it. We're talking about an NFL-level quarterback, but this these are two under teams. San Diego State is going to try to suffocate Nevada. They're a bow constrictor in the second half if they have any semblance of a lead. The final score in this game is going to be something like 21-20, uh, 27-16, 24-17, something like that. So strap in, take an under, enjoy it, 46 and a half. Give it to me. Uh, yep, I think 46 and a half is the best I can do. So that's what I will give you. Um, okay. Daniel, you 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 know a lot of things. So I want to ask you before I make this pick, because I think this is what I want, but I'm I'm very confused. Is there something about UTEP that I don't know? <laughs> that's, is there a quarterback out? Is there some major oh, injury? Oh, 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 gotcha. Um, to my knowledge, not that I know of. And and I don't even know that UTEP has an individual player that would matter that much to the spread. I don't know. And I don't say that with any disrespect, you know, I just mean, there's no, you know, NFL quarterback back there. That's four points to a college spread or anything like that. Okay. So someone has to explain to me then how a UTIP team is bowl eligible and no, they haven't beat up on a lot of people. And yes, UTSA thumped them soundly last week. I was really hoping that game would be closer just because I was so excited about that game. But UTEP has been a good football team this year. They have, surprisingly so. But, I mean, they're 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 a solid football team. This is not a bad UTEP team like we're used to seeing. And yet somehow they're only a one-point favorite on the road 
at god-awful, gunning-have-their-head-coach-fired Seth Luttrell, North Texas. In fact, I bet MGM has this game as a pick-em. I don't... I don't understand. They're not the only one. Superbook does too. I'm very confused. Um, again, UTEP six and three. It's not like they're you know amazing, but this is a good UTEP team on the road at a bad North Texas team. I don't understand this line. I don't understand what to pick them. Vegas is smart, so they must know something. Well, but I don't. I don't agree with them. I don't agree with them at all. Oh, how can we use FanDuel lines? Sure. Yeah, that's real. Oh, oh, um, I may have to flip this then because FanDuel has North Texas as a half point favorite. I don't understand this at all. I don't understand this line. Um, I'm going to go out of order here because that is available. Um, I'm just picking UTEP as my dog because I can get them as a half point dog and that's how I like to do things. Um, are we cool with yeah, that? Yeah, take it. Of course. Hey, it's your show. You Thank make you. the rules as you go. Well, but, hey, hey, <laughs> we all – yeah, I just – I can take it. You can't. No. Um, that's garbage. I don't – no. North Texas is awful. I'm taking UTIP as my dog. Um, yeah. Done. Um, okay, for my non-Big 12 pick now. <laughs> uh, this is fun. I'm having fun. I hope you guys are too. Uh, now I'm going to scour. You know what? Um, hmm. I'm taking Arkansas minus two and a half. I I know how LSU looked. Um, I think they're incredibly inconsistent. Um, and Arkansas, <laughs> look, their defense problems, people are like, they don't play any defense. No, the problem is that they have no depth on defense, so they're really good defensively in the first half of games and really bad defensively in the second half of the games because they don't have anybody to rotate through. Arkansas is pretty good on offense. I am watched quite a bit of Arkansas and KJ Jefferson is a lot better passer than I ever thought he was going to be. Um, Arkansas has the opportunity to beat the teams. It hates the absolute most all in one year. That's Texas, Texas A&M and LSU. If they beat this, they will beat all three in the same year. I don't know the last time they did it. It's been a minute. This is like the last giant we got to do this. Like, I know they still have Alabama. They have their quote-unquote rival in Missouri. That one was forced upon them. It's not their rival. LSU is the team they view as their rival in A&M and Texas. And they got to beat Texas and Texas A&M on the road at LSU. I'm going to take Arkansas to cover two and a half and win this game. I I like I like them here. Um, all right. Chris, what does Chris have here? And I'm sorry, I threw myself off by finding a half point. Thank you. FanDuel. Uh, Chris, non-Big 12 pick. Coastal, he's back on the Coastal train, boys and girls. Getting back, in fact, his quote is, getting back on the train, Coastal Carolina minus 10.5 against Georgia State. That is the only line he needs because we all know Chris loves riding the Coastal Carolina train. Uh, okay. Daniel, who's your upset pick, man? This feels like, I'm just, I always like taking the big dogs, but... Uh, yeah, you do. <laughs> but... <laughs> All right, we're going to go with another big dog this week. That is no chance of winning. Okay, so don't, don't, nobody get excited. I know I'm supposed to try to win this thing, but I'm calling my shot here. I love Duke this weekend. 11 and a half point dogs. Uh, um, Duke has not looked good this year. Something is up with Virginia Tech. Something is not right. And <laughs> their, their head coach is, is a, is, is a dead man walking. They're just waiting until the December 1st when his buyout drops. He's, he's yeah. fired. He just, Hasn't actually like hit the ground. I, I just, I just mean the, the way that the team is playing and the way that Virginia Tech is being priced. 
um, in games does not make a lot of sense to me. Like uh, last week, they were favorites against Boston College all week, and it just made no sense to me at all whatsoever. Like the line should have been fully flipped. And it's like, I just feel like this is totally mispriced. And this is a Virginia Tech team that when they hit the field Saturday, they've totally, regardless of what's happening with the coach, the, there's nothing going on with the players. And it's just very confusing how they're performing, even when you break it down by quarter and by drive. And so when this thing opened uh, at 11, I'm, I am, I'm going to have money on Duke to cover the spread, but, I also uh, – let's hang a little out there. Duke's going to win. Duke's going to beat Virginia Tech this weekend, and I'm calling it here on this pod. 11.5-point dogs winning straight up. That's Hey, you've you've had worse picks before, <laughs> like as a dog. He's all, hey, your picks, I just like your to remind you, you pick, your, first, your second dog of the year was UAP over Georgia. I'm just going to remind you of that. Um, uh, Daniel, this is for you uh, from Chris. Ha, Daniel. East Carolina did me right last week. Let's do it again. He's got East Carolina as his dog pick uh, over Memphis. What's funny is I didn't have any money on that game, but I straight up tracked the score just because just because I had kind of called Chris out a little bit. I was like, oh, I got to see this thing. <laughs> I was like, dude, they're doing it. Sure. Uh, that's, that's awesome. All right, Kelly, uh, dog of the week, sir. Who would you like? Yeah, you got it. I'm seeing uh, I'm seeing Texas A&M minus two and a half. Is that the line that you got for this one? Philip right now or if they're a bigger favorite I'll take them I'll take it more because based on my question you know where I'm going with it uh I see two and a half I mean it doesn't matter we're just doing straight up so yeah okay oh, oh okay great well um so long as Texas A&M is showing as the favorite I like Ole yep. Miss in this game um Ooh. I've got this I've got this as the best Ole Miss team since the Rebels finished number five in my numbers back in 2015 um I actually so I will say this, I have Texas A&M as the better team here. I've got Texas A&M number 10 in my predictive team ratings, Ole Miss number 16. But because the game is in Oxford, um, I'm leaning Ole Miss to win this. I like Ole Miss with a 54% win probability. That's by about one and a half points. I think Texas A&M is a fantastic team. Like I said, they have the second best win in the country um, this season, winning at home against Alabama, only a 25% chance, one in four chance, the average top 25 team would beat Alabama at home. And the Aggies did that. And that was very impressive. I cannot wait to see the matchup of Ole Miss offense against the Texas A&M defense, both top 10 units in the country, respectively, on those sides of the ball. Um, Ole Miss, very, very good rushing the football, very explosive rushing the football. Expect them to be um, pounding the rock a lot, and that's with Corral and the running backs as well. On the other side, it's it's a good matchup, a little bit less quality. Uh, Texas A&M all- Offense hanging around number 50, Ole Miss defense right around uh, number 63, 65, right there, uh, middle of the pack in the FBS. But give me Ole Miss. I am surprised that they are underdogs in this game. Um, Like I said, I favor them to win. So the fact that they're plus two and a half right now, um, I I would take that um, in a heartbeat. So give me Ole Miss. I've got faith in the the Rebels, and I think they're going to get it done. Mm. It would be quite something to see the lane train wreck. Texas A&M's like, if Alabama can just lose again, we can win the West. <laughs> no, not not after this weekend. Ah, oh, this was fun. I, I know it was a bit of a mess, but I don't really care. Uh, Kelly, again, thank you so much for joining us this week and being our guest picker. It's been a pleasure to have you on. Uh, do me a favor, remind everyone where they can check out all of your fantastic work. Yeah, thanks, Philip. I really enjoy being on. I, I always love being on with you, Daniel. It was great meeting you. Learned a lot from you tonight, so we'll definitely be tracking your work moving forward. As for me, you can find me on Twitter 
Twitter at KFord Ratings. I also have a website, kfordratings.com. And then the podcast, which I mentioned a couple of times here. Daniel, we did pick that Mountain West game on the podcast. So it's the We Hate Your Team podcast. It's available anywhere you get your podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at We Hate Your Team underscore. We have an ESPN uh, Pick'em group me going. It's the We Hate Your Team podcast group where we do confidence picks every week. So join that. It's free. Uh, the winner every week gets a shout out on our show. And if you beat us consistently, as we've been saying, um, we might have to give you a guest appearance on the show. Not to brag, but I am I am leading that group um, in, in the ESPN group. Uh, pick them. It's up to like 50 competitors now. So I'm very proud of that. And I hope to continue to do so. But I want everyone to join it so that people can challenge me. And uh, it's, be it's better for us when we have more in there and people smarter than us in there. So please join. Um, really enjoyed this at K Ford ratings at we hate your team underscore Philip. This has been fantastic. Daniel, great meeting you. Thank you both. Kelly's been dropping notes in the chat over here. North Texas by two and a half. Oh, get out of here, Kelly. Get out of we'll here. See. We'll another, see. Another dead coach walking. Another dead coach walking. All right. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at 1012 network T E N the number 12, the word network. Um, you can find links to all of our shows at 1012 network.com T E N one, two network period. In case you're not sure what the dot is. Um, just want to clarify that com, which is C O M. You know, I'm just going to spell everything out. You just never assume um, assumptions. You know what they say about it. Make sure and follow our good friend Daniel Alexander at DannerB7 on Twitter. You can hop into his Slack chat and talk betting. It's a lot of fun. Daniel, I completely screwed up today. We were supposed to talk about betting hoops. We're going to have to do it next week. We went a little long. It's my own fault. We're going to make some time for that. We need to talk betting hoops because i always like to have the conversation with you about it um so go follow daniel if you want some questions he loves betting college basketball it's the thing he bets the most correct? yeah it's uh Do i remember that correctly it's crazy it's so much volume and i'm i'm so neck deep in betting college basketball that uh believe it or not i i actually watch very little of it in the season i'm i'm doing all the work on the spreadsheet i'm doing all the work uh, on the computer and i at no point is it ever like oh let me sit down and watch you know Lips come versus Farley Dixon. Never want to experience that. Bravo for pronouncing both of those correctly. Did I get it right? Uh, so we'll okay, talk. Cool. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> uh, we'll talk some hoops betting with Daniel next week. Uh, but if you got any questions for him, make sure and hit him up on Twitter. He's happy to answer them for you. Uh, you can follow Chris as well at the underscore LGG. Uh, don't follow his personal one. He doesn't ever do anything with it. It's a waste of time. But he will tweet from the LGG account. Uh, make sure you check out the landgrantgauntlet.com, who is uh, good friends with us the 1012 network check out every 1012 network show please do they are fantastic i am so proud of the group that we have pulled together here the eight shows that we have ours included uh we will be back on monday as we always are with andy and jamie to recap this upcoming weekend and hopefully i will be in a good mood and so will all three of us and if andy kansas team somehow beats texas i'll give him like 10 minutes to do whatever he wants so don't worry it won't happen all right guys we'll talk to you again on monday Podcast Network.